From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, <clears throat> my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 92 and 93, beginning on page 455. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most Highest. To tell of thy loving kindness early in the morning, and of thy truth in the night season. Upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the lute, upon a loud instrument, and upon the harp. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy works, and I will rejoice in giving praise for the operations of thy hands. O Lord, how glorious are thy works! Thy thoughts are very deep. An unwise man doth not well consider this, and a fool doth not understand it. When the ungodly are green as the grass, and when all the workers of wickedness do flourish, then shall they be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art the most highest for evermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of wickedness shall be destroyed. But my horn shall be exalted like the horn of a unicorn, for I am anointed with fresh oil. Mine eye also shall see his lust of mine enemies, and mine ear shall hear his desire of the wicked that arise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and shall spread abroad like a cedar in Lebanon. Such as are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of the house of our God. They also shall bring forth more fruit in their age, and shall be fat and well-liking. That they may show how true the Lord my strength is, and that there is no unrighteousness in him. Psalm 93 The Lord is king, and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel, and girded himself with strength. 
he hath made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved. Ever since the world began hath thy seat been prepared. Thou art from everlasting. The floods are risen, O Lord. The floods have lift up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The waves of the sea are mighty and rage horribly. But yet the Lord who dwelleth on high is mightier. Thy testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. Holiness becomes thine house forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 22nd verse of the 8th chapter of the book of Proverbs. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way. Before his works of old, I have been established from everlasting. From the beginning, before there was ever an earth, when there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet, he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit so that the waters would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. Now therefore listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and do not disdain it, Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble army of martyrs praise thee. The Holy Church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, Thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. 
we believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the first chapter of the Epistle to the Colossians. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to him, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ, for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. 
To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
morning all. <clears throat> this morning we see um, sort of a, in contrast with each other in the two lessons, the notions of wisdom as they emerge in the Old Testament first. So we'll start there. Um, Proverbs 8 is a, is a celebration of the role of wisdom, um, which is the sort of the, uh, depicted as a kind of handmaid of the Lord that uh, superintends uh, the, the, the sort of the structuring and the operation and the life giving of creation. Um, wisdom is this recurring um, both sort of concept, but as often, very often in the Old Testament, in the Psalms and in the, in the wisdom literature, often personified um, and given a kind of personal character that speaks in the first person, especially in the Proverbs. Uh, wisdom is constantly sort of dialoguing with the the author and dialoguing with humanity and making appeals to humanity to follow her, um, and that's that's a, that's significant. It's it's important for us, uh, you know, as we think about this in light of what is revealed in the New Testament in the person of Jesus Christ, that we can't immediately equate the personified wisdom of the Old Testament with Jesus. Um, who is the, the the fullness of the mind of God made incarnate and manifest among us? What we can, what we the relationship between them is something more like wisdom um, as it emerges in the Old Testament is kind of an image or a sort of a, for, a foreshadowing or a prefiguring of the person of Jesus who comes among us, the person who is the mind of God made flesh and comes among us in, as a person uh, and and is a person. Um, that that's it's they're, they're not they're not exactly identical, but um, but the, the sort of the figure of the Old Testament that speaks through the wisdom literature um, is then sort of is is a, is a is a it sort of points us forward to what will be revealed in Jesus Christ, and what Paul unfolds in the in the opening chapter of Colossians is really an is a is a is a rabbinical commentary a kind of a, a kind of final rabbinical commentary on the nature of wisdom. As he would have well understood it, being a, a, a lifelong student of Torah and of the wisdom literature of the Old Testament, um, you know we have Paul, the converted rabbi, is seeing in Jesus the consummation and perfection of all these things that he had seen um, in his studies for many many years, um, and that's what he's sort of exulting in and celebrating in his own uh, sort of his, his sort of pastoral commentary on the wisdom of God here in, in Colossians chapter one. The occasion for it probably was something uh, that was common in the early church, in the first century of the church, which was um, that there was this rampant sort of movement, uh, knowledge movement called Gnosticism, which among many things um, was a kind of mystery religion that um, that sort of always, no matter what message was being or what philosophy was being uh, sort of proclaimed or taught, Gnosticism tried to carve out a space to the to the right or left of it to be more profound and more mysterious um, and to be and, and that's kind of the, one of the defining characteristics of a, of a kind of Gnostic or mystery cult is it's like it, it comes along and says, ah, you know, that's really nice that you believe that, but there's a more profound way to do this. And it and it kind of just it kind of carves out a space under it or over it or around it to try and be the thing that that offers a more mysterious and deeper knowledge of the thing. Paul's coming along and saying there is no way to get more profound than the wisdom that is revealed in Jesus Christ. He is the mind of God himself and he has come in he has he has made a a sort of a perfect manifestation of all of these things being the perfect incarnate word of God. 
Um, and then through the spirit, we have the mind of God that is in Christ Jesus sort of applied into our hearts in our deepest sort of center of knowing in our life. Um, and that this sort of operation of the father sending the, wor the word, his son to become flesh and come among us. And then all that is to be known in that son in whom and through whom all things were made is now applied into the very most, the deepest center of knowing of our lives. There is nothing left, you know, that to be done here. There's nothing insufficient here. And so the, the pro proclamation of the Christian gospel really becomes an indictment uh, and, and a, rev a revelation of the of the relative insufficiency of all other wisdom systems of the world, and that there is no um, next thing we're we're supposed to know. It's really this thing has been revealed, and all understanding is to be sought from it as the ultimate source of all all true and genuine understanding. Um, that's a significant thing for us, I think, in a time when there's lots of different sort of um, you know, there's lots of different spiritualities that circulate about. It's it's not really a new thing. It's something that's always been with us. But there, this is kind of the the selling point of all of them is like, ah, you've heard of this, but what if you could get a deeper access to the real meaning of the thing? That's kind of a Gnostic kind of trend that that will probably always be with us until it it ends in the kingdom. Um, and it, and and so it's it's for us as Christians as especially. Um, Orthodox Christians uh, of the historical bent to say, no, we, you know, all that has, all that needs to be revealed, all that can be revealed truly has been revealed in Christ. And to meditate on Jesus is to meditate on the, the source of wisdom. And so um, the, we have to avoid, and Paul is really about this he, in Colossians 1, is uh, don't be distracted, don't be, you know, drawn away. All, you have everything you need to attain to the fullness of life and joy through the wisdom that has been given to you already. Don't be swayed away into something that is purporting to give you a deeper, quote, understanding of life. Um, you have received life itself. Um, and you you need, if you were to dwell with this, you would need nothing else to teach you. Um, and so it's significant to remember that Jesus is not one, um, is not a wisdom teacher among wisdom teachers. He's not a sage among the sort of panoply of sages, but rather Jesus is the mind of God made incarnate. And then that mind has been applied into our hearts um, and that there is no nothing else we need. This is, we have received everything that it, that is needed, everything that is necessary to attain into full maturity through understanding. Um, and so really a lot of the Christian life is just staying put and being where we're at and not getting kind of uh, like pulled off into into less uh, sort of lesser visions or more insufficient knowledges. So it's a good reminder for us today. Let us pray. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or state.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and for all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who through the teaching of thy Son Jesus Christ didst prepare the disciples for the coming of the Comforter, make ready, we beseech thee, the hearts and minds of thy servants, who at this time are seeking to be strengthened by the gift of the Holy Spirit through the laying on of hands, that, drawing near with penitent and faithful hearts, they may evermore be filled with the power of his divine indwelling, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in this morning. Happy Sunday to you. And thank you to Chris for co-leading today. Thank you, Father Hayden. Thank you. Have, Have a good day, day, everybody. Good days. Thank you. Can I ask a question real quick about the... Sure. One second.